Good boy Adam here to talk to you about bad boy Bubby. But before we get into it, I want to thank you for checking out the podcast. We have entered May, so it's once again time to change things up. Our next movie, which will be Sergio Leone's Once Upon a Time in the West, available on Netflix, is going to be due May 5th at 6pm. That's right. In the month of May, the podcast is moving from a day between each cast to two days between each cast. Now, this is going to change again in June, and by then, I I want to have a schedule that will be permanent and continue as we hopefully re-emerge into a kinder, more loving society with fewer COVID cases. I have some ideas too that I'd like to try. There's another double feature coming up and and I was thinking of doing something like assigning a different box set at the beginning of every month and then having a big discussion at the end, but we'll see. If you have any suggestions or any comments on Once Upon a Time, please email me at projectorfuel at gmail.com. Would love to get your thoughts, hear from you, and grow this thing together. Alright, let's get started. Don't get turned off by Bad Boy Bubby's insane looking poster. This movie is not scary and the character is not a dirty freak. This ended up being a warmer, sadder tale than I had anticipated. Garrett, who picked this movie, was also surprised at the direction it went in. He came across this movie when searching for gross films and video nasties. And though the beginning did live up to that, it became way more, quote, fun. As Garrett says, turns out Bubby is a sweetie. Though the angel claims Bubby is a normal person, it's clear his terrible upbringing led him to be a mentally ill 35-year-old man. So you end up feeling bad for him and experiencing a lot of joy when he finds moments of happiness. There's the band arc, my favorite, not only because Bad Boy Bubby Blues is a solid song, but because it becomes a really inspired stage for Bubby to express himself and just sort of vent, which I think serves as a therapeutic experience for him. Also, as a fan of swans and other experimental music, that initial scene where he goes on stage and screams was actually pretty enjoyable. I also like when he moves into the special care home. It was sweet to see people like that featured in a film with some strong emotions and personality. Bubby's own trauma allows him to understand what they are saying, an unexpected twist, but I would have liked to have seen more with them. Of course, there is the question, is there any time that the movie is making fun of these people? And it may come close when Bubby is acting like them during the performance. But this is how I look at it. The entire movie, he's copying people and using that to communicate with others. His understanding of these disabled people is no different to him than the understanding of other people and other words. If anything, he connects to these people more. And so when he's acting like them, I think he just sees it as more communication like anything else, he might say. And it may resonate even deeper with him than the other words. But there's a lot of dialogue that has to be figured out. Tits means love. Pop means closing off feelings, things like that. It's all sort of a gray area. There's many ways to interpret this film, the reason Garrett enjoyed it so much, and no doubt there's divisive moments in here. The second half, with the band and the special care home, and a great conversation on why Bubby shouldn't clean wrap people, was so much stronger than the first half to me, and I'm glad it managed to go in that direction. Paul said that he felt like there was some stuff there just for shock value, and I definitely got that feeling in the first half. He and I didn't care much for that, but the dark comedy did balance it out. I don't know if or when I'd watch this movie again. I'd probably wait for someone else to bring it up, but I did like it. 
I think that's about it. Thanks to Garrett for picking the movie, and thanks to him, Paul, Trevor, and Christina for discussing it with me. Thanks to at the work of Re on Instagram for the picture in our profile, and thank you for checking out the podcast. You're the reason I'm still going. Hope you can join us by Tuesday at 6 p.m. for Once Upon a Time in the West. Don't forget to email me your comments. By the way, in the future, I will continue to have noon deadlines, unless it falls on a day I have to work, like Tuesday. Then the podcast will come out a little later, but I'll let you know. Stay safe, stay home, keep watching movies and telling me your thoughts, and I'll talk to you later. Yeah.